Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Bell Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about Scott Hall in just a moment here. Uh, first, I want to give a big thanks to everybody who said hi to us who showed up for the Friendo meetup for uh, uh, just being so nice Mm -hmm. last night at Prestige Wrestling. A shout-out to Prestige Wrestling for having some faith in Sacramento and and bringing just an amazing show out here to the Colonial Theater. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a blast last night. There was some absolutely crazy good wrestling. The main event, uh, uh, Tom Lawler versus Kevin Blackwood. Just an absolutely stellar match. Um, and you know, I'm happy to say it looked like a packed crowd. Hopefully they'll come back around, uh, because they, they really did bring their a game, uh, this Mm -hmm. week. So shout out to everybody who we got to meet, uh, or, or see again. Um, it's been a while and, uh, and yeah, we're, we're back at it. So that, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, we got some sad news over the weekend. Of course, everybody's talking about it right now. Uh, two-time WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall was placed on life support after suffering three heart attacks due to complications following hip replacement surgery. This morning, Monday morning, Kevin Nash posted uh, an absolutely heartbreaking update on Hall's condition on his Instagram. He said this, Scott's on life support. Once his family is in place, they will discontinue life support. I'm going to lose the one person on this planet I've spent more of my life with than anyone else. My heart is broken, and I'm so very effing sad. I love Scott with all my heart, but now I have to prepare my life without him in the present. 
I've been blessed to have a friend that took me at face value and I him. When we jumped to WCW, we didn't care who liked or hated us. We had each other, and with the smooth Barry Bloom, we changed wrestling both in content and pay for those a lot that disliked us. He says, we were the outsiders, but we had each other. Scott always felt he wasn't worthy of the afterlife. Well, God, please have some gold-plated toothpicks for my brother. My life was enriched with his take on life. He wasn't perfect, but as he always said, the last perfect person to walk the planet they nailed to a cross. As we prepare for life without him, just remember there goes a great guy. You ain't going to see another one like him again. See you down the road, Scott. I couldn't love a human being any more than I do you. Um, I mentioned this on a Wrestle Juice video I did today just because I had a lot of thoughts in my head about it. But he was he was like the guy back then when I first started watching. I started hanging out with your crew mm-hmm. um, that like he wasn't like the others. He wasn't cheesy. He wasn't like, you know, just goofy and like leathery. And he was like the cool one. He was the guy who was like, this guy's kind of real and he's kind of dangerous. And he's kind of like, he seems like a legit badass in this world of, you know, uh, uh, make believe that they, Mm -hmm. that they stage and entertain us with. He was the guy that like, we all kind of gravitated to because of that. And uh, and I'll always be grateful for that. And he sort of was one of the guys that kept me around in wrestling. And uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll always appreciate him. And and like we were saying earlier, you know, obviously we'll get word when everybody else gets word. Um, but uh, our our thoughts goes out to his family and, uh, and, his, and his friends. Absolutely. I remember uh, my dad took me to a Sacramento Kings game. I don't know. It must have been 92, 93, 94, something like that. And so we were sitting up in the second deck. And then at some point, there's a break in the game, and they introduced Razor Ramon, who was sitting ringside because he's promoting a, a show coming up at Arco Arena. And at that time, I wasn't watching wrestling really at all. They said WWF superstar Razor Ramon. And so they showed up on the scoreboard. He stood up. I think he did this, mm-hmm. had a tooth, toothpick through it. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah, it was this guy. If this is what wrestling is, this is pretty neat. Yeah. Because you can just tell just pure charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, it just it just oozed it. it you could f- feel it through the camera. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't until the NWO came around with Scott and Kevin Nash that I actually really uh, got back into wrestling. It was all because of of, of Scott Hall yeah. and Kevin Nash yeah. that I'm probably sitting here doing this right now. Yeah, if honestly, dude, like if if this was reliant, I mentioned this on Twitter also, if 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 my attention was reliant on Hogan Luger, Flair, I wouldn't have. I, I would have been like, "Hey, you guys are cool," but I, I don't. I don't know. I'll go watch some movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go back and watch my Star Trek. But because of Hall and Nash, it was like there was something different about them. And I was, I was trying to put my finger. I'm like, they were the guys who there was such like a wink and a nudge with. It's like. And now I now we know, like, you know, later on we find out they just had these massive contracts and they didn't have Vince. They had a guy they could lock in a broom closet in mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff if they were if they got pissed off. And so, like, they were the guys who would go out there and they'd always, you know, have that sort of proverbial metaphorical wink to the camera like. We we know this is entertainment. We know mm. you know this is entertainment. And we're going to fuck with that concept because why not? Because it's more interesting. 
And yeah. and it was that thing that sort of I think kept us in it. And it was like exclusively Hall and Nash that would that would have that that would do that thing. Yeah. Um, and this is before like you know I, I you know I knew about necessarily Shawn Michaels giving shout outs to them on Raw and stuff like that. I didn't really know about that stuff until later. Yeah. But in the moment, it was like these guys are cool. None mm-hmm. of the others love like it's fun. It's goofy, but none of it's really cool. They're cool. They're at, yeah. somehow. Somehow they've able been able to break through the dorkiness of pro wrestling and be cool. Well, I think at WCW they were allowed to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, as opposed to being like Kevin Nash's case, the personification of a diesel truck. You know, yeah, right, yeah. They went to WCW, and the whole idea was a more realistic presentation of wrestling, mm-hmm. at least for the NWO stuff. And so we got not Razor Ramon or Diesel. We got Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. And we got extensions of who they actually were. Yeah. Yeah. And they both came off as just like cool dudes. Yeah. Which was like a lot more interesting than had they been allowed, had WWF not tripped off Scott Hall doing the Razor Ramon accent. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one, that's, <laughs> that's one thing. Like the, the accent was, in my opinion, I know he was doing it. He was trying to do a Pacino Scarface. I get mm-hmm. that. But like once he dropped that, that's gone. It's like he's got the best speaking voice. It's all deep and and, and down in his, you know, it's very guttural. Yeah. Um. But it's just it's one of those voices that's just, you cannot stop listening to it. I dare you to try to turn on a Scott Hall shoot interview and turn it off midway. You can't listen. Listen to I believe his second appearance on Stone Cold's podcast. It is a fantastic hour of him talking about his career, his insight into professional wrestling, all of it. Yeah, I cannot recommend that one enough. It is so good. It's yeah, I think he did either one. I think he did one. The first one he did, he was hepped up on. So I think he was. Yeah, he was he not was, in the best condition. Yeah. yeah, but then it was either the second or third one. I think it was. I think he probably. I think it was the second one where he's lucid. He's with it. So he's good. open. He's honest. He is uh, engaged. And it is one of the best interviews I've ever heard in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, he just has a ton of great stories and all a, a variety of shoot interviews. Um, it's it's yeah, he, he's he's absolutely a compelling personality when, you know, he opened up. I, I know several times he's opened up about, you know, his experiences with uh, the PTSD that came along with the altercation where he, mm-hmm. he he was, you know, he killed a guy in self-defense and all the baggage that came with that and how different his life became because of that is really just, it's, it's fascinating stuff. It's in many ways tragic um, for for the man. And, uh, but an absolutely compelling guy. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's you know, the, the road he was going down 10 years ago, it, it seemed like he it wasn't going to be long before this, kind of thing would happen but fortunately he found some degree of sobriety diamond dallas page the accountability crib etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and he had a really wonderful second act um which you know uh he, he ended up in the hall of fame had that great speech mm-hmm. um and, and went uh, in again with the nwo mm-hmm. yeah yeah and there, i mean obviously you know even since then there was there there are a couple ups and downs um but the man always i, I mentioned this earlier uh, on Twitter in the Russell Juice video, but it seemed like the guy was always just trying to find some peace, and it seemed like mm-hmm. at some points in his life he found it, in other points maybe not. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just uh, 
hopefully he's able to find that with yes you know the absolutely absolutely um so yeah with that being said rest in peace scott hall um whenever you might take that journey angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, let's talk about this. Of course, Friday, um, pretty awful stuff with the yeah. big E being yeah. injured on SmackDown. Ever since then, he confirmed that he had a uh, broken neck. He provided us with more of an update on his condition. Uh, I believe it was uh, Saturday morning. He, I think he it was Saturday morning. Yeah. So yeah. What, what did he say in that? So uh, he said the C1, which I believe is the first vertebrae in your cervical it is, spine, yeah. your neck, and then C6, which is lower down. Mm-hmm are indeed fractured non-displacement though which is a very good thing i don't have any damage to my spinal cord no ligament damage no surgery yeah so that's all good news that's all that's all really good news um i i don't you know nobody really can say especially given these days with how far medicine has advanced and science has advanced people can give their opinions all day long in terms of what it means for his entering career um but he'll make that final assessment we're going to follow him wherever he goes. Yep. Whatever happens after now, if he's wrestling, if he's not wrestling, the man was born to be a high-level entertainer. That is in his blood. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what his second act's going to be like. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this could have been so much more tragic 
It really could have. Yeah, it could have. That been. that C one is nothing to mess, especially is nothing to mess with. Yeah, I know there was a the, like a sports medicine doctor that had an interview shortly after the injury, and, and you know, he was saying that C one injury is is the worst to have. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Especially yeah. if it is a displacement, because then you're talking paralysis or or worse. You or know, worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, whether it's within the world of wrestling as an entertainer, a commentator, a manager, whatever, if it's outside the world of wrestling, um, the man is going to be a force to reckon with regardless. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's entirely possible that wrestling's holding him back anyways. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like, Hey, you're in there doing this stuff when you could be dedicating it to something with a wider reach more along the lines with something he he's so much personality yeah. that watching well, him just do you know gym moves in the ring, I, maybe he's suited for something else anyway. Well, he's, you know? he's he's producing that uh, animated series, Our Heroes Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when that's scheduled to to start airing. I don't know if they've actually got uh, into production, mm-hmm. um, or if they have how far along they are. Yeah, but that could just be the first step in a larger uh, uh, career producing entertainment. Yeah. You know, and everything about that project sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, hoping for the best for Big E. And, uh, yeah, I mean, remains to be seen what the future holds for him. But as you said, you know, it, he, he's got a wealth of talents inside and outside the wrestling ring. So are you going to watch the, uh, the the big match between him and Goldberg on uh, what is it? The hot wings? Oh, hot one. Hot, hot ones? ones. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a little bit of the of the clips mm-hmm. i want to watch it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there's some there's some quality uh, uh trash talk between the two of them while they're trying not to sweat eating eating uh, <laughs> spicy wait. wings yeah i can't wait that's gonna be really good man that's gonna be really good uh wwe announced the latest inductee into the hall of fame class of 2022 charmel that's awesome it is awesome <laughs> it great. is awesome that's great man i didn't you know i I'm trying to remember like how many years she was actually around, but every time she was on the screen, she was entertaining as hell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with King Booker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was great, man. That's awesome. So good for her. Congratulations uh, on being in the hall of fame. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. Great. I know Andrew Zarian said Sid was, was, was going to get inducted this year. That fucker, if if he was if he's wrong about that one, I'll be mad. <laughs> yeah, I'll be mad too. <laughs> We're gonna have some words with the old Andrews Airy with the Z Man. <laughs> I'm joking, he's great. Uh, he is great. But, but yeah, I mean I, I, I the the disappointment would be high if, if this year comes and goes and Sid's not oh in the Hall of Fame. Gosh, could you imagine that? Eesh. After being teased with the idea that Right. Could right. Come on, put Sid in. Man. Sid. Man, oh man. Oh my! So let's goodness. talk about this. So we got a Rod and Ida in Jacksonville, right? Yeah. What? It's been about. <laughs> it's, it's been almost exactly a month. Yeah. Since he announced, I'm gone from AEW. Still hasn't shown up on WWE TV. What's Don't significant know about Jacksonville again in pro wrestling? I forget, Lars. That's basically AEW's uh, like home. Got that right, man. Daily's on, place man. right there in the heart of Jacksonville. Yeah. The enemy's territory. Way Ooh. to stick it to AEW, I guess. That's be his idea. I don't know. So, anyways, tonight might very well be now or never for Cody showing up in WWE. Because it doesn't happen tonight. Then you got what two weeks basically for Mania build. That might not be enough. 
if it's after mania, I don't know. It kind of feels like each day that goes by, the buzz kind of wears off more and more. You know, if you wait till after mania, it's like, all right, AEW has been just fine a month and a half. No Cody. What's the huge deal? Yeah, right. So anyways, Dave Meltzer on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio has uh, the latest on Cody's status with WWE. These transcripts come to you from Russell Talk. This is what Dave had to say. Quote, on Friday, Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins was still listed as a match at WrestleMania, but nobody knew. I'm sure some people know, but nobody knew if he was going to be there uh, Friday or not. Cody or Monday or not. Sorry. Cody may know. Vince may know. But it's not like they were advertising it backstage or telling people or even creative that Cody's on the show on Monday. He may be there. He may be not. But the fact the match is still listed tells me that they, and my camera just went out. I don't know what the deal with what this is. Believe he's in. Whether he signed or not, I cannot say. But obviously, they believe he's in. They believe the match is still on. Uh, Fightful Select had another update as well. Um, and is, is reporting that as of last weekend, at least one of AEW's executive vice presidents was of the belief that Cody had signed or will sign with WWE and that he will face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Uh, Fightful was also able to confirm that Cody does, in fact, have multiple have offers from multiple wrestling companies, but they haven't confirmed that he's actually signed with anyone yet. Um, yeah, look, if you you know if you're a wrestling company, you don't not offer him something. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, every you try. single yeah every you try. Single, like we should offer him something. <laughs> We're not even a wrestling company. <laughs> No. Um, so, yeah, I that's the latest. That's the latest. I mean, either he shows no up tonight. No speculation on our part because who fucking knows? I know. Either he shows up tonight and he has his match with Seth at WrestleMania, or he, I just feel like he's just gonna he's just gonna be off TV for a spell. Months. I think you're probably right. I'd be kind of shocked if he went to like. He's not gonna go to Impact. He's not gonna go to New Japan. Uh, he's gonna if he doesn't wrestle, he's just gonna do Hollywood stuff. Yeah, you know, if he doesn't like the offer he gets from WWE, and evidently didn't like the offer he was getting from AEW. Pursue other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Give it a year, yeah. revisit it. If it seems like the situation's better, go back. If not, I mean, I granted it was it was you know I don't know how much it's it's it, how, how reliable it was, but even on Road to the Top, he was like, yeah, talking to Tony Khan, I think I'm gonna retire. Yeah, I mean, he had that whole thing where he put his boots in the ring after getting getting destroyed by Malachi Black. Yeah, and then he was going to redesign the Bullet Club logo. Yeah, remember when Tomatonga did, and it looked like a bad like AAA sports logo. <laughs> um, Fightful, the, the, part of that Fightful report, it was a fairly lengthy one too. Uh, it is. So you check that out. Um, part of that though did indicate that he would that they were in Orlando. Where does where does he reside? Atlanta. Oh, was it Atlanta? Okay, Ooh. Mm-hmm. so he was in Orlando at like Disney. With he was the, hanging out with uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green with the Cardonas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that you know, he's it's closer. If I'm not, not mistaken, Orlando is closer to Jacksonville than it is Atlanta. So, well, also Orlando is is noteworthy because that's where the performance center is. There is a performance center there owned by Dabri. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll find out tonight or not. But also, there's Disney World there, you know. So yeah, Disney's also there. That's a popular, you know. There's only two of those in the United States. There's a land. Well, there's actually, actually there's only one Disney World. World, yeah, Disneyland. but Disney Parks is what I'm referring to. Yeah, okay. Obviously. Uh, speaking of Cody's next destination, Raw tonight. There's other stuff happening, and we have a preview for that. Yes. Uh, so so far, only two things have been announced. 
via WB's uh, Twitter account. Nothing on their website. Nothing on .com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, one RK Bro throws a championship celebration, and then Kevin Owens is going to respond to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh hell but, yeah! What, what you got to say, Kevin? You dumb son of a bitch! Where? It? Oh, I'm just Joe says. I'm just Joe says. I'm also in Orlando. Do what? Maybe I sign him. <gasps> I'm just Joe wrestling. Yeah, JJ Dub. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Socks has another part from the Raw preview. A Veer is coming vignette. You can expect that, but no Veer. Don't expect Veer. Yeah. Don't expect Veer. Just the vignette. Uh, <laughs> Maggie says Stone Cold saying, "Why would you do that, Kevin?" Pop <laughs> me so hard. Uh, uh, Mayor Planet Houston here says they can't announce anything else because the rest of the show will be a two-hour Cody promo. Oh my God! If he had it his way, that's what they're negotiating. The length of his intro promo. He's like, I need all three hours. Maybe. They're like, you can't have you can't have that, man. You're a three hour show. I'm Cody. This is my first hours. episode there. I want to book the whole three hours around myself. Yeah. I'm gonna I gotta make my music. This isn't a band, man. This is wrestling. It's an analogy. <laughs> it's an analogy. It's an analogy. It's not meant to be taken literal. Uh you want to answer some questions? Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Juan Guerrero Jr. Once and for all, which version was better, Sharpshooter or Scorpion Deathlock? P.S. Steve, your video of Stone Cold Review and King of the Ring got me laugh my ass off. Great work. Great work. Thank what you, Kevin. It? Why would you do that? <laughs> sharpshooter, Scorpion Deathlock. Which is better? It's the Sharpshooter. It's the Sharp. That dude would tap out fools. Let big names left and right with the Sharpshooter, man. Here's who, did, the thing. who did Sting ever tap out? He had well, the like death drop. Is, yeah, but I think that came about later in his career. He had the bat and the death drop. Yeah, he moved on from Scorpion Deathlock, so sharpshooters. sharpshooters. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see one locked on, I don't think Scorpion Deathlock. I think sharpshooter. You think sharpshooter. If you want to be funny, you call it a Scorpion Deathlock because oh. it's a sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. If you want to be silly. Uh, the Enforcer says, what's one match you love to have seen between the Outsiders and their prime and a current day tag team and why? Uh, I would go with I would go with Oh, you know it would be fun mm. if you took Outsiders in their prime yeah. and the Good Brothers like five years ago. Okay, that's good. That's like good. Bullet Club. Yeah, I like that. Gallows and Anderson. That's good. Sort of NWO versus NWO, NWO. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, another team from the NWO, NWO, the Young Bucks. Because mm-hmm. if, if we're talking about blurring lines between the kayfabe and, the, and, and reality, yeah. I can think of no other modern team that does that better than the Young Bucks. That's true. So That's I'd true. go. I'd go with them. Didn't they have like outsiders gear? Who had outsiders gear? Uh, FTR had a yes a NWO gear. It's another team that'd be a lot of fun to see. That would be great. That would be great. Well, I don't know uh, if they do that though because they got made fun of according to Dax. <sighs> then uh, he turned around. And he made fun of us to his friends. Uh, Jason Lewis says, uh, "Power rank these forms of poetry: sonnet, quatrain, limerick, haiku, and ode." Oh, the New Day also. Yeah, that's right. They had that oh, NWO-inspired yeah. gear. Yeah, they do. That'd yeah, that's true. That would be great. All right, too. so Sonnet, Quatrain, Limerick, Haiku, Ode. Well, number one is the Quatrain. 
because that's what Nostradamus used to to foretell the future with stunning accuracy. Well, I mean, the, the gosh, my camera keeps freezing. I got to work on this. I, I got to read. I'm going to write a quatrain about your camera freezing. Well, it doesn't take much. much I know the that'll be right. Powers to get that right. <laughs> It'll happen again. Uh, to my friend, um, um, yeah, quatrains number one, limericks I'm, number two, because they're all dirty. <laughs> they are. I'll put I'll put haiku three. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd do that too. Yeah, and then sonnets. You got to do the meter. Fuck that. That goes last. It's too complicated. I, I would know. go ode because the ode is like paying homage to something. Yeah, that's you know? good. Ode to cheese. Ode yeah. to pineapple. Ode to pizza. It works yeah. for everything. My own yeah. ode to my uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's good. So, hey, that's good. We got the future powers. We've got, uh, uh, wait, what's the sonnet again? Sonnets last. Yeah. That's what Shakespeare did with the, yeah, I write a certain meter. I hated that stuff in high school. I had yeah, to memorize like a bunch of Shakespeare. Didn't like I didn't either. care about Shakespeare until Q started quoting it to Picard. It's the only time I've ever cared about Shakespeare. I do want to check out that. Uh, what is it? I think Denzel's in like a like Hamlet or something like that. Maybe I'm getting oh, really? really mixed up. Something there's a, it's like a black and white on HBO Max. A mo- one of the Shakespeare movies. That's cool. Probably be boring as hell. <laughs> I mean, Hamlet is one of the few Shakespeare plays that I'm actually is actually kind of oh Macbeth. Macbeth. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Macbeth before. Who's in that one? Macbeth. H is on HBO Max. Who's in this movie? Well, it's a trip. Uh, mute. You look into that. I'll, I'll read this one from uh, B-Man here. Uh, what is your favorite Scott Hall match moment? Shoot interview story. How long of a title reign could have he have had if he did win the big one? Uh, Scott Ferris Scott Hall match is probably the latter match with Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot interview, as mentioned before, the Stone Cold one. Uh, was great. So, I could probably pull ten moments from that 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 floored me. That one was of the amazing. more interesting aspects about that is how selfless as a wrestler he was. People talk about he could have been world champion. He absolutely could have been if he stuck around oh, yeah. WWF. It wouldn't shock me if he did become WWF world champion. He should have been WCW. Given that he had dipshit Russo with the WCW title, and he never had Scott Hall with it. That's stupid. Yeah. Right. Um. But he didn't care. He always he said this in the interview that it's a team game. The better the team does, the more we all get paid. And and that that's it's it's such insight. So many people care about the titles, you know. I think Hogan recognized that if he had the title all the time, he would get more money. But Scott Hall was like, we all get to benefit. Yeah. If we all rally around, that's why I think he was the guy that didn't he like job to Goldberg on the same episode that or was that perfect? Maybe that was perfect. Heading. Oh, that he beat Hogan. The same episode that Goldberg beat Hogan. There was a Goldberg match earlier on. Yeah. yeah. To get there. Yeah. And uh, and I forget if it was Scott Hall or if it was Kurt Hennig. I forget which one it was. But I know Scott That's Hall was one of the guys that Goldberg fought yeah. on the way to Hogan. Yeah. yeah he and was. it's like this dude had he had no ego when it came to that. He just wanted to get paid. He wanted everybody to get paid. It was Hall. Okay, thank you. He wanted everybody to get paid. Yeah. One of the 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 great things that uh, you know uh, today is is reading all the accounts of people that Scott Hall has helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
it's it's you know it, the, the circumstances aren't the best because he's on life support and and you know uh, but hearing people say scott hall did this for me mm-hmm. uh uh you know you've been hearing stories today about how he put over tanahashi in his early days because he took a liking to him mm-hmm. you know and there's countless stories like this of, of scott hall's selflessness whereas yeah. whether he's he likes somebody that's poor all right i'll put you over i'll give you the rub mm-hmm. hey i'm on i'm on a, a, the road with 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 this company for the weekend here's a younger wrestler i'm gonna help out mm-hmm. you know and it seemed like he was always always there to give advice yeah to talk to people about the business yeah and it, it's it's pretty remarkable it's pretty darn remarkable. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, White Brownie, if you were an NXT wrestler, which would you do? Stay on 2.0 with your, let's say you had the option, okay? Which is, we all know is out of the realm of yeah. possibility. But let's yeah. say you do. Stay on 2.0 with your name and your own look, but never win a title. Or go, We're all talking about Butch here. Uh, or go to Maine under a new ridiculous name along with a new makeover, but you get to win the big one. Oh, it's that. Yeah. It's because, that. Because, I mean, if you're in the main event, you make more money. At least so, in theory. I don't, know, I don't, well, I don't know if the payout works the same way it did back in the olden days, but if you're a championship caliber wrestler, when your contract is up, you could sign for more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Butch controversy will fade. I, I'll, I'll have a hard time. I, jokingly, I have no problem referring to him as Butch. He seems to be running with it on social media. It's, it's really the only thing he could do, though. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I imagine when I'm talking about him seriously, I'm still going to refer to him as Pete Dunn because they've even said his nickname in, in the little intro. His nickname was yeah. Butch. Yeah. Um, it would just look. It would have been nicer. It would have been nicer if there was a two sentence explanation for it. I know. You know, I know. that's all, you know, hey, I knew this kid when he was, and I know Ridge couldn't say, but Seamus could say, I knew this kid when he was 13 years old. And me and the guys at the gym thought he was so tough, we called him Butch. And that's all you need. And maybe you can read between the lines, but just the way they do it, it's so like, oh, and then it's all of a sudden weird to call him by his real name. Like, mm-hmm. he can't just have it both ways. He can't just mainly refer to him as Butch, but sometimes refer to him as Pete. But acknowledge that he is Pete Dunn, yeah. You know, instead of like Pat McAfee says, then all of a sudden he's hushed, and it's obvious. Yeah, I know. I know, it's plainly obvious. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's, 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 look, I would do what, what Pete Dunn is doing. You get saddled with the, okay, how can I make you know, a uh, 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 lemonade with this uh, chicken shit that you're giving me. Yeah. To mix metaphors. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if if you get a crap name and you've managed to, to take that crap name and crap gimmick and elevate yourself to be a world title contender. Yeah. You're doing do, something do good. Dewdrop, it's to me, it's still sort of a toss up between Dewdrop and Gunther. Gunther, to me, might still be the most egregious one. But at least with with Gunther, they tried. He he dropped a promo where he like tried to tried explain, to explain it. it. Yeah. And in Dewdrop's case, it was actually part of the story. It was. Yeah. And it's and a terrible took, name, but she took ownership of it. She did take ownership and did something with it. I know. Yeah. Uh, you know, but hey, when when Gunther, sorry, when Walter said he was Gunther, it just happened, and then it was like a week, the following week, they actually tried to explain it instead of actually building up to it. You know. And here, like, is it so difficult not to like, and I know this, these are silly things, but they're kind of not 
Pete Dunn was always like, whenever we see Pete Dunn and he's not in his wrestling attire, he's like dressing very dapperish. Yeah. Why can't he just do that? Why does he have to dress like the others? I know. Like they're all a part of Peaky Blinders. Like it just, here's the thing. The one thing you want to do when you're telling a story, the thing you don't want to do is pull people out of it. And start making them pay attention to the shit that they shouldn't be paying attention to. Exactly. And you can't just say shit like, because I know we get this in the comments. Oh, well, what does it matter? Don't pay attention. No, they did these things and it brought us out of it. Yeah. And Forrest here says, remember Rude always in his robe backstage? Yeah. The only time you'd see Bob Rude's, Bob Rude's robe in NXT was when he had a match. Right. He was always wearing really nice suits. Yeah. A, a well-rounded, it, it, complex character. I know. Main roster, his his character was theme song. Yeah. And since his robe said glorious on it, he had to wear that all the time. Yeah. And then and they get to main roster, and they on. I, I, I don't know if it's because they have a contempt for their fan base and they think that we're all dumb. I mean, some of us are. I certainly can be from time to time. Yeah, I, 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 I am a good portion of the time. <laughs> but we can appreciate good storytelling. We should, we can yep. appreciate some effort placed in the attention to detail. And that's the thing. It's attention to detail, just a little bit of effort. Just if a little bit of effort. If your competition is uh, what's on Disney, what's on HBO Max, what's on uh, uh, whatever, there is an attention to detail in, those for, in, in all that storytelling. If showrunners show up and they're lazy for one day, they're fired. I know. This is lazy. Butch is, it is lazy. lazy. It is lazy. Uh, the Wrestle Dude says, what match type would you want to see AEW do next? Give me a beat the clock challenge, please. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Please. I'm going to go with. Uh... The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll go with, uh, I mean, every match of theirs could be a first blood match. I'd see Inferno match. All right. Give me a little bit of the fire. Good. Uh, Nikhil says, would it be better if the Andre Battle Royal is also a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental title? Ricochet doesn't seem to be doing anything at WrestleMania 38. Yeah. They got three weeks, three weeks to figure something out, I guess. Um, Yeah. No, I'm, I'm down for that. Make the Andre mean something. Exactly. Who won it? Le- Did they even do one at last year's Mania? Uh-uh. They, they had didn't. it on the SmackDown before. Jay won it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, Anthony Tobias, what exactly is going on with Bullet Club? Well, they kicked out Grills Dusty. They're out. They're out. They're trimming the fat. Speaking of which, well, no, House of Torture still. Oh, pff, that's the future, man. That's the future. If that's the future, future ain't looking bright for uh, for Bullet Club. You want not. the updated 
point uh, point totals for uh, for New Japan Cup. I'm already looking forward to April. <laughs> or, sorry. So, I, uh, so, Steve, you have 153 points for the month. Did you not hear what I said? I know well, what this the point more, totals this are. This is more for the for the, the friends They can community. get the kip up and get the update there. Well, if they don't want to wait till Friday. <laughs> you, you just Steve, 153, wanna, last place. Oh, you want to Steve, last place. You want to stick it to me, don't you? Enforcer, 164. <laughs> I have 175. Well, good. So it's, it, it, I got to root for Okada to win it, or sorry, to lose as quickly as possible to secure myself victory. Okada. Once Okada's Okada. out of the tournament, I win, unless he is out when he wins it. If wow. he wins it, Enforcer wins. Oh, belly for you. Uh, Nick Kyle says, would you be a volunteer to work for WWE just to get a t-shirt and a raffle? <laughs> so why is this not news? Why do we not cover this today? So there is a, here, I texted you this, so I should have the picture somewhere. So yeah, you, 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 uh, work at access the, the gift shop for experience. This is a company that for exposure, I guess at every single opportunity, they tell us, they're an, and their investors, how much profit they have. So much profit. And yet, they have elected not to pay the people working at Superstore Access. So this right here uh, is from, I, I got from the Twitter account of Derek Montilla or Montilla. Okay. On Twitter. And uh, it was uh, an ad for the WrestleMania Superstore for, uh, for access. It says, volunteers needed for WrestleMania's Superstore access. The most stupendous WrestleMania week in history is coming to Dallas. An unprecedented Superstore access will descend on K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center from Thursday, March 31st to Monday, April 4th. So this is from Thursday so it spans Thursday and Friday, work days, and then on maybe it's open on Monday. It's raw after Mania, so maybe it's open mm -hmm. also on yeah, Monday. Yeah, all weekend. Yeah. Superstore access will include the largest assortment of Dabity e merchandise ever, photo ops with WWE and WrestleMania memorabilia, an immersive experience through Undertaker's graveyard, and more. Seems like they got a lot going on there. Might be a lot of training involved with some very skilled people. Join us in providing a one-of-a-kind experience for the WWE Universe in Dallas. Volunteers must be 18 years of age or older. Positions include greeter, assisting with photo ops, prop handling. They're getting volunteers to deal with prop handling. And in return, these volunteers receive a WrestleMania Superstore Access t-shirt. Dude, it's not even like wait. The, that's it. The t well, and there's more, but I'm going off on this one first. You know why they're getting that? Because I have to wear that same shirt every day. <laughs> yeah, so just take it. It's not even like here. Have a shirt from a superstar of your choice, and that you, you can then keep, which is like a thirty-five dollar value these days. Yeah, no. They also get a WrestleMania hat, and they get entry into a raffle. For Monday Night Raw tickets. Now, I don't know how many volunteers we're going to get. Let's say they get like 100. You have like a 1% chance. You can't spring for at least Raw tickets for 100 people? It's Raw. It sucks. Nobody wants to go to that anyways. So at least just give them the tickets. Half of them probably won't even go. I know. Give them some nosebleeds. Um, 
Yeah, this is this is this is for dummies. I, I hope, man, I hope that a bunch of like shoplifters uh fucking volunteer for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> just grift. Just grift. Just every day they open the cash register. Why do we only make twenty two bucks today? <laughs> your camera your camera's froze. The volunteers are all leaving laughing. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got like a bunch of shit stuff under their <laughs> stupid access shirt. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh no, I'm, I'm gaining some weight lately. They're just walking; it's all like lumpy and like. They got really good food at this convention center. You know, uh, 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 Braun Breaker merch is falling out. You know, <laughs> gee, it's so, it's so, it's so tacky. It really is. It's the fucking tackiest thing. It's the tackiest it really fucking thing. It really is. A billion dollar, a billion dollars last year. WWE reports uh, 1.095 billion in revenue for the year 2021. It's highest ever. It can't, it can't and you hire can't pay. People. What? Where is this? Where is the uh, mania this year? It's in New York, Dallas. right? Da- Dallas. Oh, no, it's Dallas. Why do I say New York? It's in Dallas. What's what is the minimum wage in Texas? Anyways, they they got that it's jackass pro- governor out there. It's probably less than what it is in California. Minimum wage Texas. Is it can't be that federal? Much. It's seven twenty five. That's the federal minimum wage then. Yeah. They can't. You can't pay seven twenty five an hour. It's not like this shit's in California where it's whatever fifteen an hour or whatever. 15, yeah, it's seven twenty five an hour, and they're probably making these volunteers work ten twelve hours a day. What the fuck? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Ziffer says it was great to see you guys and some friendos at Prestige last night. Good to see you too again, Lord Ziffer. Oh, uh, great to see you too. Uh, if Cody does not show up tonight, would the better match for Seth at Mania be against Ricochet for the <gasps> Intercontinental title? Different brands, but that would be no. That'd be stellar. Yeah, different brands. That would yeah. be stellar. Or to be added to the U.S. title match. Is I'm the U.S. Be, title I'm match? I guess it'll be well, Demon Finn versus Priest. Down. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think trying to get cross brand to ricochet is just a dream match. It'd be really good. It's just a dream match. And just tell him to go out and have like a, a PWG match. Just go do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Brian Saber, which indie wrestlers would you guys like to see in a major promotion in the near future? And which promotion do you think they'd uh, fit in the best with? Uh... I know Kevin. I know Kevin Blackwood was in aid. I know he did like some AEW work on Dark and mm-hmm, Elevation. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was on NXT for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see him as, as you know. I know I say this a lot. I know it's a mess these days, but like if you just take the general concept of like you know, foreign dude going to New Japan, joining Bullet Club, Blackwood would be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, he really impressed last night. That was a fucking killer match. Dude. That was really good. That, that was, was really a good. Killer match, man. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I know Jacob Fatu is signed with MLW, but man, sky's the limit for that dude. I agree. How old is Jacob Fatu? He's got to be under thirty, right? I don't know exactly. I can check real quick. Um, yeah, he's terrific. He is really good. You you bring him into the bloodline at some point. Him mm-hmm. and 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 Solo Sokoa. You know, expanding the bloodline. What? How great would that be if Fatu went to, uh, if Jacob went to uh, NXT 2.0 and they started up, you know, a proper bloodline there? That'd be cool. And they came over and feuded with the big dogs. That'd be pretty cool. 
That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, man. There you go. Patrick Oliva has it. Ninja Mac to AAA. Yeah. That'd be sick. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Um, ah, Nast asks, if you were booking the first AEW-produced Ring of Honor show, would you keep the current Ring of Honor champions, crown all new ones with a full reboot, or do a mix of both? I mean, if you could get Jonathan Gresham to sign with your company. Oh, yeah, you do that. You do that. Yeah, until you figure out, you know, who your first Daniel Garcia champion is going to be. Um, but, yeah, no need to, you know, you can just roll with Gresham for, pff, fuck. Yeah, Gresham's great. Like a year or something. Um, are, did the Briscoes end up being the last tag champions there? I yeah. Forget. Did yeah. they? I, they're, they're still currently t- uh, champs, I believe. And then the idea is, like, that's not going to be, they're, they're not going to be involved. Um, I mean, they're advertised for a match against mystery opponents at the Supercard. Yeah, that Supercard is going to be interesting. I, I It's going to be interesting to see if, if Tony Khan is like, all right, we can proceed with this show has it's kind of been booked as a celebration of ring of honors past and then mm-hmm. move forward after that. Yeah. So their mystery opponent's going to be a uh, new champions and yeah. I mean, FTR really wants the match against the Briscoe. So we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Who would the first, like if it like it'll take FTR out of it, let's just take FTR out of it. Cause that like, I know they want that match. Who would be your first, in the AEW era of Ring of Honor, your first tag champions. Either Private Party or Top Flight. And because they're both great, I sadly don't see either team really being a title contention for the next year or so. Have them win the titles of Ring of Honor. Get some get some additional work in. And then my camera's frozen again. And then bring them back up to AEW with a title reign under their belt. And and really give them a push towards winning the, winning the the AEW Tech Tops. I agree. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Bear Country, <laughs> the Bear Dudes, just not the Pillmans. Um, let's see here. Uh, Tyler asks, uh, "Remember when those dominant vignettes appeared about Brodus Clay, and then he was just a dancing gimmick? Do you see the same thing happening to Veer? Veer needs to be careful." Because you know why Brodus Clay had those vignettes and they changed them to a dancing gimmick? Mm-mm. Punishment. <laughs> because right. he like tweeted something out about uh, crushing Dolph or something like that. I don't know what it was, but he tweeted something out that he shouldn't have tweeted out. And then he was punished with the dancing gimmick. Well, Veer is cracking jokes about being in Ikea too long. If he's not careful, they're going to bring him in. As someone who works at Ikea? Possibly, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that could be. Uh, joke, joke, joke. Uh, says Chavo Guerrero recently said that while WWE controls matches too much, he feels that AEW doesn't do enough and it feels feels it's bad, especially for inexperienced wrestlers, and it makes matches spot fests. Do you agree with his assessment? Uh, and do you think there is a good middle ground to wrestling companies that wrestle companies aren't doing, or is there one that's doing it right? I'm sort of curious what, so like Tony Khan, we know is the booker, right? He's like the yeah. creative guy. He dictates. And there's the producers that go. work under him to to put the matches together. Gosh, this camera thing is. Really I wonder. Irritating. I wonder how much. I wonder how much. The audio crowd's like, why does he keep on playing about his camera? Um, 
the I wonder how much input he has on like, hey, in this match, like I'd feel like such a dummy <laughs> if I was like if I was like a super rich guy and I was like, I really love wrestling. And so I'm going to go ahead and start a wrestling company, see if I can get these guys on board, and then we'll go from there, which is all yep. that Tony Khan did. I don't know if he's ever gone to wrestling school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah, what I don't know. what experience he has actually booking stuff. He does a pretty damn good job. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd feel like an idiot. Hey, uh, could you, like, uh, do, like, a clothesline <laughs> to him? Well, I'd, I would imagine, this is just a guess, that he has story beats he wants to hit. Yeah. And the stories he's trying to tell, yeah. and he probably relates that to producers, mm-hmm. and then the producers work with the talent to make that all happen. That's mm-hmm. just a guess. I've never been backstage at a production meeting or any of that kind of stuff for a wrestling show. I would just imagine that's kind of the the, the process, mm-hmm. yeah. Where they have the creative meeting. All right, this is what's going to happen. How are we going to tell the story in the match? They work with producers. Producers go work with the talent on that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. For example, like on on uh, Dark or Elevation, I don't know how hands-on the producers are there, per se, for most of the matches, because most of the matches are pretty quick and are, are, are there to, to highlight either one team or one talent in that match. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if, it's, if that's the situation, it might just be, all right, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. So, you know, go do this. You got five minutes. All right, mm-hmm. cool. And they go, and then it's up to them to to do the rest. Yeah. You know, there, there is the idea that the, uh, that the, the younger talent is, is swimming in the deep end. Um, and I think that's a great, probably I would imagine as in most things in life, a great way to learn. Um, but can it come off as, as, as sloppy sometimes on TV? Sure. Like a lot of the 2.0 matches do as well. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure those are practiced throughout the week, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. I think that AEW hopefully will continue to improve. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I don't think, like, it's a big problem or anything. But then I'm not looking at it through the eyes of a wrestler. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. You know, chavo has been around for a long time. He's a really smart yep. guy. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, here in chat, Devmo mentioned this. And so, I looked it up real quick. Dave Meltzer, about 15 minutes ago, as of this podcast here, so about 1 o'clock our time, yeah. Pacific time says Scott Hall was taken off life support four hours ago. He is still alive as of this writing. Miracles have happened, but this would need to be one of them. So, hey, man, send some good thoughts and some good vibes and some good prayers towards Scott Hall's way. Definitely. And and I guess you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with our uh, uh, raw review um, at noon Pacific. Maybe we'll be talking about Cody. Maybe we won't. Uh, and then tonight, uh, I'll be live over at twitch.tv forward slash Steve here uh, to do something with the Enforcer. I don't know what, but we're going to do something. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. That'll be at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern for you night owls. And until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.